Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. This is episode 43, and I'm your host, Jeff Glucker. And I'm finally joined by my podcast life partner, Blake Zink-Rong. Blake, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, Jeff. And I'm going to throw a wrench in your uh, intro here because I actually have a present for you. Oh, shit. Straight from our friend Auntie in Finland. He wanted me to give you this. This is a... this is a 2014 calendar and the classic car magazine that he wow. uh, writes for. And Why is it is full awesome. of uh, Swedish men eating classic sausage? Classic yeah. Well, you know. It smells like dead shark. Every every day of the week is Bork. Did you know that? <laughs> also, uh, here, are some, here are some wristbands Brenda gave me. And These will actually be them. awesome to use on my camera as lens bands. Ooh. Ooh that's, Zoom that's creep can go right fuck there. itself. Okay. Uh, it's good to have you back, buddy. And uh, it's a good time for you to be back since there's so much new car news that we got to dig yeah, through. Yeah, jeez. This was a great show. This is a great Detroit show. I think so, um, too. Finally, they stopped talking about EVs and green cars and friendly <laughs> stuff like that. And now we have Corvettes. Yes. Yeah. We, we have a lot more than that, but that's... I'll get to that one in a okay. minute, though. But yes, absolutely. Uh, so let's, I mean, let's just dive right into it. Uh, right. I want to start off first with uh, the, I believe it's the North American debut of the Golf R, the new Golf R. Yes. Um, they give power, spe- power specs. Yes, two liter four cylinder turbo. It's doing two ninety horse and two eighty torque. Ooh. That's tons for yeah, that. That's that little. Quick. And and they smartened up so it's manual or DSG, not is- not one or the other. You know. Glad it only took them three generations to figure that right. out. Right. They offered yeah. just the manual. People were like, okay, this one's pretty good. The next one came out. Actually, DSG only was garbage. Didn't yeah. I see something to the effect that like we're the only market that's actually getting the manual this time? Uh, maybe. It's very British. They're very it's special here. Yeah. do for us. Uh, it's obviously, the car's going to be quicker with the DSG. It's not. That's it's not a shock. Be great. I love the last Golf R. Zero to 62 with the DSG under five seconds. Yeah, 4.9. That's, I mean, that's pretty awesome. To 62 miles. To 62. To 100 kilometers per hour. <laughs> exactly. Any sort of pricing attached to this? Uh, no, but between Price 35 30. and 40, that's somewhere in there. I just, I just hope that the GTD is cheaper because I'm an asshole auto journalist, and that's the one I'd want. That's like the one it. everybody should want. That car is really good. It I is like pretty the GTD awesome. Also. Did, have you driven it? Yes, I have. It's fantastic. Did you drive the – Also, I rode, it, I rode around it with you at the, the track day last the year. The green one. The green one. No, mm-hmm. I wasn't at track day last year. The Kermit Two years car. Uh, yes. But uh, the Mark Seven is fantastic. Have you driven that's that one? what I drove because I'm also a famous auto journalist. Oh. I'm, I'm not. You're, you're the you, only. Are you a very famous auto journalist? No, because I haven't graduated from V school. That's true. Yes, we brought it back. We haven't said that in a while, and we've been called out on that. Yeah. Uh, more interestingness from the world of new cars, well, specifically Detroit. That Toyota, the FT1. You know what they're doing with that front end? That front end looks horrible. But the rest of it, I think the proportions. Everybody are great. is saying that. I'm the. I am, and I will go on record saying this. The front end doesn't bother me at all I agree. because it's F- Formula One inspired, and I can you, see that. You remember that period when Mercedes was obsessed with Formula One and they did the SLR and the SLK and it looked goofy as hell. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I this think is the SLR is. I actually think this the SLR is like aged a, nicely, and I could be totally wrong, and it could drive like I've never. I don't like the SLR. I like the SLK. about how it drives. The SLK looks pretty good. Horrible. Okay. <laughs> I think I've heard. That. I think this F1 inspired design is much better executed than the one in Mercedes. Yes, I, I agree. I think that. it looks even more. If they tame it, you got 10 or 15 on percent. I think it'll be gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. I, it's, suck. At least I it's, drive my Miata. It's very show car right now, but if they tame that front end ten or fifteen percent, well, they, they're very, definitely very gonna they're definitely gonna have to tame it. The rear end and the three quarter and the pro everything else is just regardless of what you think about the front. I think the coolest thing is it's got the it's got the LFA spoiler. Yeah, that's yeah. the coolest yeah. good, and it looks real good. And I'm sure it'll have LFA inspired interior. I just yeah. hope it tr- turns. It has to turn into a Supra. Let's it just has hope it's to. a cheaper LFA because the LFA. Well, is so it's great. definitely going to be cheaper. I mean, yes. it, it, so hopefully it becomes that Halo sports car flagship next gen Supra. I, it, it'd be nice if they call it a Supra or just say it's 
an ancestral link to the Supra. Call Either it way, the Salika they Supra. will. I the Salika, like Salika. Like the British say, Salika Supra. The Salika Praia Supra. Um, yeah. It, either way, future Toyota one. Hopefully, it's a sign. Yeah, of I love the how Toyota's future. building like sports cars. They're going full all out in sports cars. They got I agree. The, yeah, well, you know, the, the Scion, and then this one, and then of course the the upmarket version of it, the Infinity. Or not the no, Infinity, Lexus. but the Lexus. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. that almost everything that Lexus is building right now is pretty damn sporty. Well, except the one I'm driving today, and I'll go into that. We'll later. get into, we'll that, into that, later. that later. Even though there is an F Sport variant, but yeah. what was the model designation on the uh, on the Lexus? Which one? RC. The RCF. Oh, the RCF. Uh, yeah. That's next on the list, actually, and I didn't even mean to put those no, two together. No, it's not the actual F <laughs> or the F Sport. No, no, no. It's an F. Oh, like, okay. go F yourself. It is an right, F. Right. Full on. It's got a 5-liter V8. It's the next generation version of the engine found in the current ISF. Nice. So it's that's making, a, they're saying, at least 450 horsepower and 383 pound-feet of torque. And the ISF was awesome, so this will be great. Uh, the ISF is awesome, except most people hate the gearbox. Um, but, Agree. Uh, that, yes, that's true. This but. this car is sick. It also has an active rear spoiler. It also mm-hmm. has crazy aggressive rear style. Most people have a love-hate relationship with the, the corporate grille, and it looks really good on this looks car. It looks good I on think. this one, yeah. yeah. I think it's even more Predator than it was before. Yeah, but I think in this car it works, because this car looks like it's going to be pretty damn vicious. So Especially in that blue paint, they keep showing it off. In. I'm not. I'm not looking for uh, the. I think they're gonna fuck it up with. This they thing. didn't ask you, Chris. Yeah. God damn it, Chris. <laughs> I think they're gonna fuck it up with the transmission again, though. It looks uh, like it's an pro- automatic. Well, yeah, they probably are. It's yeah. definitely going to be an automatic, no question. Lex- Lex- Lexus doesn't really do great transmissions, but hopefully they'll figure out some some programming. I mean, some of the the manuals they've thrown in the IS aren't bad. You could have fun with them, but I'm oh, sure they just the last can't gen, handle. Still get a manual, yeah, in, exactly. in Lexus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but either way, that's a welcome car for the brand, for Toyota as a whole. Yeah. That's a welcome car. Speaking of coupes, ATS coupe, that that's, was a late introduction. You're jumping. You're jumping the gun, but I'll move that bullet late, point out late, just bro. for you. Come at me. <laughs> uh, no, that thing That thing looks pretty pretty cool, I it's, think. It's, it's all right. I don't really like the proportions. I kind of miss a bit of the CTS flair with the ATS. I was hoping there'd be I some of that. I can see that. that. Um, yeah. It's very Honda Accord. Yeah. But I don't think that's a bad thing because the Honda Accord coupe is actually pretty good looking. It is. The, the biggest sin yes, of the Honda Accord Coupe is the grill, and the Caddy's grill is fine. The grill. Um, I like that they're going to let you get the V6 in the yeah. Coupe. Be, you know what, though? The four-cylinder makes more torque. Yes. Uh, the, the V6 is like 270, and I think the four-cylinder is 292 or 295. Yeah, that, that's pretty impressive. That's always 290 or so. I don't so really like the uh, ATS grill. I think it looks like it painted on. Like If you look at the photos, it looks like a sticker that you just put on the front. Maybe they consulted Paul Wall, and it's a little dated. Was he the one who was saying about grills? Yeah. <laughs> Rob a jewelry store. However, I think that um, car is going to look that, spectacular that in the V-form. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, another car that I'm pretty excited about that made a debut is the Targa. It's back. Yeah. Oh, my God. That looks great. Now, yes. if they could introduce one where you could just take the thing off and have, right. have like, a friggin' like, a robot. robot arm lift the thing, uh, that looks fiendishly complicated. It's definitely going to break. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's going to break, like, the second you pull out of the lock. It looks cool the first few times, and then you're kind of like, just, why can't I take my roof off and put yeah, it away? Right? Though, That's- I guess people buying them these days would be bitching if they had to do that. You know, I saw a video of the uh, Honda, uh, Honda Del Sol. Uh, remember the roof on the Del Sol? I think it was called... I forgot what it was called. But it was basically like the entire rear trunk lifted up, and then this little arm spit out this roof forward, and then you had to latch it down yourself. Like this little really? robot butler arm went, Where is your roof, sir? And then you just <laughs> had to go clip, click, and then you push the rear back down, and then the rear just folds downward. It's stupid. And that was a U.S. spec car? No, that was Japan. Oh, okay. That was All in right. the 90s. That's yeah, kind of weird. awesome. Um, so the Targa is the best-looking 911 you can get now. I think it looks great. 
Which Outside is, of like a GT3, if you want the wildest, but yeah, I think just yeah. general 911, I'd agree with you for the yes. Targa. I, I've always been a Targa fan, even though everybody is coming out of the woodwork saying, "Oh, I've always loved the Targa." When always all I ever hear is how much they hate the Targa. So yeah. all you can suck it because it used to be haters. useless. You know, back when a glass yeah, but I, I don't like convertibles. So, but I, I yeah, me too. But I like occasional sunroofs, and this is, you know, this is like an an. Ultra T top, and I love yeah. T tops. See, see, I've I've never really liked uh, sunroofs, but I've always liked yeah the Corvette Corvette with the Targa, which is awesome. The Nissan Three Hundred ZX with T tops, yeah, hell yeah, that's sweet as hell. <laughs> but um, yeah, this looks great. And is it only four wheel drive? Uh, I don't know. Okay, because they did uh, four and four S models this time. I so. think it is actually because I, th- I think your your colleague and our friend Davy G Johnson was pissed that there's no two wheel drive. It's it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, C2S Targa would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, but I think the car that is stealing the show for me I'm at least... I'm going to jump in and explain why it's <laughs> fucking four-wheel drive only. Okay. Because they need the wider body to fit the mechanicals of the roof. Is that what it is? Yep. Oh. Interesting. What if they just did Carrera, Carrera S with the bodywork? I don't, I don't know. know. That wouldn't make any sense. Because no. they used to do the f- Carrera 4s and 4Ss with the turbo bodywork. Interesting. Yeah. Well, fuck ball, all that shit because the Z06 yeah. is the car that's stealing the God show. Goddamn right, Z06. Um, this, it's amazing. It's it's a, the C7 already has aggressive styling. This takes it up not past 11. It's at a fucking 12. It's a, a 10. A now, fucking 10. Now, uh, are you gonna miss the naturally aspirated engine, or is a super? Uh, I don't think I will because I'm not a track rat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not gonna have to worry about those issues. I can understand why track rats will miss it. Um. But they're saying down low grunt, even though down low grunt compared to the ZR1, which was also forced induction, this car will blow that one away. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it, that LT4, it's. Uh, but there's a couple interesting things about the new Z06. Uh, it's the first time they're offering an automatic gearbox. Right. And they're they're saying you know they worked hard on it, so we'll see. It's, it's the eight speed. Right. Not the carryover. Well, there's a very speed. easy reason. Old guys like to buy vets. Not that I'm perpetuating that whole thing, but it's an expensive it's car. And older gentlemen buy expensive cars. And they had a hard time selling Z06s and ZR1s, which is why they started selling the Grand Sports, because they needed an automatic with that body style. Yeah. Well, but also now the car's stiff enough where they're giving you a removable, removable roof option, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, we just said we like that. So that, that could be kind of cool on this. Wait, uh, what's so different about the removable roof on the Z06 than a regular Corvette? Well, no, you, not, never got, you never got a removable roof on the old Z06s, oh, right, right. Right. which oh, is okay. for guys like me that have always liked that i want the fixed roof i want the naturally aspirated motor so there are a lot of guys like me they're like come on now you've not made it it's not the track car it was yeah but it 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 will be oh it makes business sense it makes perfect right right but i also think it's going to make serious performance sense like i think it's just going to be an absolute they just moved of a car they took what was the zr1 and now have just moved it down market to be a cheap well also too everybody was saying what about well What's the Z, what's going to happen with the, that car now that you have the Z28, which is a, is a seventy-five thousand dollars track-only special? Well, now that the Z06 is out, there's your answer. Well, what's that's the, the super duper vet. What's wrong with more choice? First yeah. of all, and second of all, they're at this level where they can squeeze so much performance out of this car they can get away with things that don't seem track-oriented necessarily, like a removable roof and an automatic, because the level of performance is just so high up. Right. That those differences are ne- almost neg- negligible. Well, and the other big differentiator this time is the fact that the Z06 has three different trim levels it's yeah. not just one it's not right. just one you know spec right it's now you can get it with steel brakes or with carbon brakes yep. or with the crazy body or you know with the crazy arrow work on it or yeah the crazy that clear spoiler that adjustable bit and That's then they're so cool 
there's other parts that they yeah. want you to drill into to change things, and then there's riveted body work. I mean, this thing's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see it I in mean, person. Every vet's always been like built to be a weekend track car if you wanted it to be. This one's is legit. It's like now you don't have to go and buy aftermarket shit to no, do and it. If yeah. you can, the Corvette's always been the car that if the driver can really drive, he's going to do... He's going to hold his own, if not beat, some surprising cars on a racetrack. And it seems like they've taken that even a step further with this car. You still have to be – a lot of people will be able to extract a lot of performance out of it. But if you are a top-tier driver, you're going to be able to just do circles around some surprising yeah, vehicles. Yeah, the guessing. regular C7 is amazing in itself. Yeah. I, there's an interesting thing in that this car was designed from the ground up to be able to accommodate a supercharger, whereas the C6, it was tacked on after the fact. So there were some compromises with it in regards to cooling and intake and all that stuff. So I think there's probably going to – I mean, it'll be a nice, more nicely integrated package than it was with the yeah. ZR1. This is, this is going to be a very cool car. I think it's my favorite car of the show. Yeah, same. it's not it's not the most important car by any stretch. I mean, if you had to peg that on a car, it might be the new F one fifty, just because that's, that's such important. a big selling model around the world, especially in the U S. Hundred pounds lighter. It's amazing. And it's aluminum, the I, first I, extensive use of aluminum in a full size truck yeah, ever, which is huge. Yeah. I love the fact that they snuck a twenty fifteen into Baja disguised as a twenty fourteen. That's, so great. that's yeah. did you see that story? No. So the Ford engineers went to one of their Baja guys and they basically re stamped the twenty fourteen bodywork in aluminum so right. it still looked like a twenty fourteen. Oh, so they just took twenty they just took aluminum sheets and put that in the press instead. Yeah. Cool. And then the, everything underneath and they raced Baja with it. And they raced Baja with it and it's a twenty fifteen underneath. And after the end of the race they told the guy, We want you to drive it from Mexico to Michigan. And all he had to do was change the windshield because there were some state laws about the windshield material. Oh. And, like, and like super troopers, he said, please, no, because he just drove a thousand miles off. <laughs> you road. boys like Mexico? My back is not in, up for this. Uh, <laughs> hey, intern, you said you wanted to drive the truck, right? <laughs> um, so, there, it, yeah, that's I would say, is one of the more important wow. vehicles at the show. Now, what's Mexico. interesting is that – actually, sorry, but what's interesting is that Infinity Eau Rouge concept. Yes, I agree. Which is a concept, but also, first of all, Sebastian Vettel is making the most of his Infinity paycheck by being – their performance director or right. something, whatever that means. And second of all, allegedly this thing has like a 500 horsepower AMG engine in it, and they want to build it like that, but it's, they're not going to build it like that. I know, I but really if they did, think. I mean, it'd be a GTR sedan, and we'd be talking about a sweet yeah, seriously. I think this would be, highway destroyer. This would be more amusing than a GTR sedan. GTRs are great cars. They're fun. This thing would be crazy well, this is, burnout this, machine. Right. Well, this is yeah. GTR and your friends. You know, come along in my GTR. It's an RS7, exactly. or it's, you know, it's one of those. Like, yeah. Like an this, yeah. Yes. Being being that engine layout and everything, does that mean it's going to be rear drive or is it all wheel drive? It would probably be all wheel drive. I would assume from Infinity if they're making it GTR esque. Uh, I mean, it's possible they could go rear, but honestly, no, I don't know that rear. much. It's, it's going yeah. to be a reskin GTR. It's going to be all wheel drive and it's going to have that. But I just want to see Sebastian Vettel next time because you know he's going to be the spokesperson of Infinity. I want to see him explain why the Q50S is going to be exactly what he wants when he drives an F1 car and he's the best driver in the world right now. <laughs> That's going to be great. Oh, the single best for that car? It's a fucking gorgeous paint on it. That is pretty nice paint. Um, apparently, it, it reels. they it spent reels. some ungodly amount of money getting that thing shot. Really? Yeah. They didn't go to uh, Ma- uh, Amco? No, not quite. They didn't go to Amco. Yeah. $100. Mako, no, sorry. Not, they, no. yeah, they didn't go to the transmission people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's, let's up, slide right? into what we're driving about cars that we actually have more opinions on. Okay, uh, you you have... Uh, well, no, three, you go first oh, really? because you already mentioned... Right. You're, you're, I don't want to mention this car. But it's you have a Lexus to. CT200H, and it is one of the slowest 
painfully slowest cars I've ever driven. It, is it an F Sport version? No, thirty one hundred. No, F Sport doesn't do anything either. It just it just makes it blue. That's about it. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, much. it's and blue and the badges are. It adds fourteen hundred dollars to the bottom line. Is probably there what it does. There you go. And sport suspension, which just means it rides harder. Right. But um, <laughs> the the CT two hundred H is thirty one hundred pounds and has a hundred. 134 combined system horsepower, Ugh. and it is painfully slow. It's still, still, still light years better than the HS250. Yeah, light years true. better that's than true, that That's true, but that car was just, just depressing. That right. car probably, the HS250 seems like it came out in like the early 90s. <laughs> Remember the first gen ES, which was basically like that 88 Camry? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's the interior on this car? Because I had that car, I had the last one. As a press car, oh, like last CT? year, yeah, CT200. It's, it's comfortable. And I like it was, the seats. The steering wheel feels really great, but auto controls are really weird. Remember, the mouse was very was a little bit loose, I, I and like everything the, looked very old. It looked old inside. Oh, yeah, kind of. I mean, the sloping dash is pretty cool, but like auto controls are just in weird places. Like, there's two knobs that in the middle that say one's for power and one, one's for like volume and one's for tuning. But knob. Knobs. <laughs> um, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> but yeah, like they, they don't light up, so that you don't know which one's for power and which one's tuning. Then there's like that stupid drive selector knob that's huge in the middle. Yeah. And then you know, because you always have to put it in sport to actually get some. Goddamn acceleration out of the. Or you could put it in snow and just want to. There's not even blow your snow brains out. Yeah. yeah, there's just eco. Oh, okay. Yeah, which doesn't do anything. It just makes a little light glow at a death. <laughs> that's all it does. And then there's that stupid pimp cane handle, which is like you know that selector that you like. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Flick it over to yeah. the right. The pimp cane. Yeah. Because <laughs> it looks like a pimp cane handle, and then like you flick it down for drive, and you flick it up for reverse, and when you flick it to reverse, it beeps at you like a truck. Well, it's a Prius. I mean, that's everything yeah, that a Prius does. It both yeah, the hatch or the Lexus. Stupid you son of a bitch. Um, it's, it's not a great car. So my car, is the one I just drove, was like a few ticks better than that. Yeah. I just oh, had, Trailhawk? No, no, not the Trailhawk. Okay. Uh, though that's better than that, too. The uh, Aston Martin Vanquish Volante. Um, I bet my Swaster Pro. It was, uh, it's definitely not, uh, even if mine was <laughs> running on three cylinders. How, um, how many times more horsepower does it have? Uh, five, I have 565. Is that right? So, so my my brain's broken because we did a lot of filming with it. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's 500. No, it is. It's 565 horsepower. Okay. So three um, and a half times more. You know what's interesting, though? It's a 6-liter V12, 5.9, for all you people V12. who are going to call me out on it, even though it says 6.0 on the thing. 5.9 or 6-liter V12, hand-built, 565 horse, maybe, yeah, 565 horse, 475 yeah. torque. Right. An AMG V8 destroys that these days, power-wise. Yeah, but it's not about like you know burnout. It's not. A it's burnout not. Machine. It's a grand tour. It's amazing noise. Is it's this the Vanquish Volante? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had the DB9 Volante or no. the Virage or whatever. It's no, the Virage is gone. Uh, right. The the Vanquish. Uh, it's the Vanquish, which is the, one of the best looking Aston Martins. I mean, it's, it's just gorgeous. The, That's true. Yeah. The special one piece carbon fiber form trunk, which is it's amazing once you realize is it how they had to make it. Yeah, it's painted. Okay. Nice. The hood's carbon fiber. It, there's a bunch of carbon fiber on it, and it still weighs. 4,150 pounds. Hey, man, the V12's not carbon fiber. Yeah. Um, Maybe the little badge that says who built it was made out of carbon fiber. <laughs> nope, that's, that's, I think that's, that's aluminum. Steel. It's like a, a, like a fat British triathlete. It's, it's <laughs> so comfortable. You could drive this thing for hundreds and hundreds of miles and not be fatigued. You'd never get bored of the noise. There's The power's there when you need it. You know, Third gear, you drop down to third gear on the highway, and all of a sudden the person you wanted to pass, you just passed four other cars, and, uh, and then you've got to stop laughing and slow down before you see blue and reds in your rear view because right. you can get super legal very quick did anybody uh, in the toyota tacoma call you a fucking faggot no that was only in a <laughs> not in this car plus i wasn't wearing my scarf well, um, good. 
<laughs> By the way, for anybody listening, that scarred. did happen. Yes, that um, did happen. That's the illusion we're making. Uh, but um, <laughs> two of us on this podcast drive Miatas. No, yes. if, if if someone was going to call me that in this car, they'd be like, pull over, let's date. Uh, that was like this the, car's that special. That was, like, poofed. that was like the fun thing. We're like, no, no, it's cool. My friends are black. You're like, no, no, it's cool. We drive Miatas. We can tell this. We're the target of this story. It's all right. It's cool, man. No, the car's fun. But an interesting thing happened with it when we were driving. I took it out on Angela's Crest. Uh, the right front tire s- started losing air pressure. I got a warning in the center screen, the cluster. Right. Uh, so I filled it back up, drove it home. It held air, got home. Warning came back on. I came out the next day. The tire's totally flat. There's no spare. But there is a Continental a, a repair kit from Continental right. that includes a sealant. So right. it runs the sealant through the inflator. It runs off the socket in the side okay, of the car. Okay, so it sprays the inside. And and it inflates it at the same time. So how how far can you drive with the sealant? Uh, I don't know. The, after I have filled it, they said to run for ten minutes, see if it's leaking. I drove for ten minutes, and then I drove it. You're supposed to, I think, only go for like fifty or eighty kilometers, but I might have went a little more than that. Well, what yes. does that work out to an American? I have no no idea. I have so, no goddamn idea. Goddamn, you're goddamn right. It's probably you know, like fifty miles. Someday I hope to also run have a flat tire in my Aston Martin. It's probably like thirty miles actually. It, it is. It's really, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, why you didn't drive it here because you drove something else. Well, no, here. because it went home. Uh, uh, yes, right. Uh, yeah. So I just swapped into the uh, Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk, which is incredible off road. That's what I hear. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. there's locking diffs and stuff. Yeah, because uh, I took it on like well, you know, on a press drive recently. I was up in Woodland Hills or whatever, and you can you can take it on the Jeep Jamboree guys were there. We took it on like uneven moguls. We were like three wheels in it and then we took it down like a like a 45 degree incline like scrape the front nose and everything how do v school graduates how does your skills translate to off-road? oh i said so you got I to it a, before i did i said i set a world record on that course nice. yeah yeah i just now so now you're new so now record. you are trail rated as well i'm, I'm jeep jamboree <laughs> you have a tattoo <laughs> on your side right here on your jeep ribs it's trail rated branded yeah. his ass <laughs> i just have this image of blake somehow with a winch on the front of a jeep hung 50 feet in the air going guys I'm stuck <laughs> like a wedgie uh, yeah but be a jeep hey guys this has guys? A, yeah it, it has the um, the trail selector the trail yeah. like in, uh, like, can in crawl, like you can crawl up to like 5 miles an hour which sounds slow like Lexus CT slow yeah but, but you need to do that when you're when you're like off-roading like go, going downhill over all these rocks and stuff 5 miles an hour feels like you're going way too deep right fast. right yeah. well it has hill ascent control also which really is cool. yeah hill so ascent, basically cruise control and no for going control. up yeah. and no and you can yeah. increase it by like two tenths of a mile, you know. With yeah, the you hit a button, right? Yeah, oh, and it just goes, you know, point two, point four points. And then, and then it's a nine-speed transmission, which, which is, is insane. Awful. Yeah, it's not good. And which is funny because you can flick it to like whatever speed you can choose, whatever gear you want it in. But it's a gear lockout, not a gear selector. So it just means you can go up to fifth gear if you're in fifth, but you can't just stay in fifth. Right. So which is dumb system. for off-roading. No, it's dumb for everything. Well, it's dumb, it's dumb for everything. everything. Off-roading. It well, you know, that. Chrysler's always been known for their. Awesome automatic transmissions. <laughs> okay. I think the theory of it, though, is very strange. Of like, well, people want to set the maximum gear. That's what we've all been doing for the last hundred years, right? Like, no, no, I want we, to we, choose we my pick gear. a gear, and like, right. you know. But it's funny. You just reminded me of something that's another important car when you mentioned Chrysler at, mm-hmm. at Detroit. The two hundred, the new two hundred, could be a really important car for Chrysler because uh, it actually looks pretty damn good. Yeah, it looks. Right. I thought it looked very bland. It's oh, very I disagree. Looking. I mean, you think about also where it's coming from. It looks that like it's slightly more luxurious Dart, and the Dart's kind of cool. So the 200 should be a more luxurious Dart. That 200 <laughs> interior though looks great. That 200, the two-tone yeah. interior looks really My, expensive. Yeah. My yeah. only issue though is I was excited to see the Dart arrive. You know, it's a great name that they're bringing back, even though it's right. you know, even though everyone that knows what a Dart is is dead. Right. Um, yes. But. 
once I drove that car, oh, yeah, no. no. So that could be the same deal with yeah. the. Uh, Get back to me when they actually create another Hemi Dart. Well, yeah, that'd be cool. No, but I, I'll defend or, you or with or an SRT four Dart. If they make yeah. a good-looking cheap sedan, like I mean, like, that's like that's the Malibu. Right. Is. So that's that's all people want is something that looks decently stylish and gets the stuff done they want. So and then you know now it'll have UConnect, it'll have better seating, it'll it, so it should be. It should be much better. It, it, the last vestiges of the Sebring should be gone. Yes, Which and is, I think, yeah, and also that Sebring was based on a Mitsubishi platform or something. Yeah, it so. was the Stratus platform that was derived from Mitsubishi with a Mitsubishi. It, which is also a derivative of the Eclipse. Cheers it, to Bill Bradsky. Yeah, Bill Bradsky. Bill Bradsky. Stratus. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of, uh, now that Fiat owns Chrysler entirely, I saw a Fiat Double event today on Michigan plates with no badging on it. Really? And that's coming to America as a Ram. You know what I saw? An Opal Insignia. Ooh, really? With California plates. I'm wondering if somebody just bought the badges. Probably. Yo, it's GDM. Right, GDM, GDM. yeah. Because uh, that's that's the only thing I could think of. California plated, not not manufacturer plates, normal California plates. Somebody just must have bought them. I knew people that did that with GTOs. They bought the Monero bodywork and brought it over. And I see... Uh, town has one of those. I see really Kia, cool. the, the KDM, Kia badge a lot. KDM, yeah. yeah that's what yeah, it is. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like you know those. And then I see the EDM Skrillex badges. Skrillex. <laughs> Big <laughs> Big uh, <laughs> I don't listen to music. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, moving on. Moving the thing. Moving on, on from what we're driving. Uh, you had a, a lively Vegas CES adventure. Well, I hate CES and I hate Vegas. That's what I hear about CES. I heard CES is fucking awful. terrible. It's, it's CES is just SEMA but with electronics. That's all it is. And yeah, but I heard like ten times people. as crowded. Way more people. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody and we're pampered because we go to auto shows and journalists roll out alcohol for you and food and they'll go oh, come into the private booth. Oh, At CEMA, CES, I heard they don't just don't give a shit. No, they don't CES. give a shit about car people. See, they try to okay. wank you off because they want you to write about their crappy little like you know aftermarket fender flares or something. But CES, no, it's like Toshiba and Microsoft and not, not Apple, they're like so, Samsung and LG. There, they don't give a shit about cars. They, they don't give a shit about cars, but their parties at CES are. Fucking crazy oh, because yeah. they've got as big as the car manufacturers are. The electronics right. guys have even more than pistol right. insane parties. They had Lincoln Park play, which is <laughs> awesome. I didn't go this year. Last year I saw DJ Tiesto. I, I, I saw I saw him at a club when I was there for uh, Silver State. So it's amazing they bought him there for CES. And I think you were all at everyone here was at the Hyundai uh, Honda CEO party, right? At um, Tower or whatever. You were uh, yes, that. you were there. I think we I don't remember. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They did a highlight. I saw a highlight reel that someone had been filming, and it looks like a way crazier party than it actually was because most of it was oh, just yeah. like auto journalists sitting around to like bottle service. Like, oh, well, we didn't realize upstairs breakers, you know, was the- where the real party was until the like the end of the night. Well, you mean above the bar? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, we, where so were you? We were all downstairs for a while, like, man, this party's lame. And then we go upstairs, like, oh, yeah. everyone's upstairs. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> Which one? Was that the pl- one at Tau? Yeah. yeah. Tau. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, there. You were there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, all the parties get to be the same shit when you're there. Yeah. Guys, Chris is a party animal. Oh, you're yeah. A party oh, now, yeah. but you did something awesome at CES. I, I interviewed Pete Brock. Which is awesome yeah, at CES. I rode in his Daytona. Guess you what? You did? Guess what? He, he, was okay. it, wait, wait, you drove, was it a real Daytona? No, 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 the Super Performance ones. Oh. But still, it's the only Daytona... I've seen his, it's, it's really It's the only Daytona looking. kit car, you can't even call it a kit car at this point, it's the only Daytona that he, like, redid and reauthorized and, you know, corrected out of proportions, it basically looks like a combination of the original 6 he built, because the original 6, he, um, 
They built the first one, then they sent them out to Italy to be built. Mm-hmm. And the Italians looked at this thing, and first of all, they had to convert all the inches to millimeters and centimeters. And second of all, they were like, well, all the proportions are wrong. These stupid <laughs> Americans don't know how to design a car. Here, we'll fix it for them. So they changed like where the head, where the peak of the the you know the rear slope was and everything. And um, you know, so basically, but they also changed the headlights and peeprock like that. So the new Superformance cars are um, I'm boring everyone to death. No, right? no, no, no. But we're really listening. I love <laughs> the, new, the new ones are basically a combination of all of them. So he redid all of them back in the late '90s or early 2000s. And Superformance is authorized to build it. And guess what? His Daytona. Has an LS7 in it, stock. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. It is the loudest car on the planet. That's sacrilege, man. That's not all right. Yeah, that dog got dying. I think Pete Brock gets to put whatever the what, whatever yeah, the fuck does. he wants. Pete Brock does whatever the hell he wants. How was, was I got to nice meet guy. that guy. Man. He's he's, he's the real sweetest nice. guy. He's he's great. He isn't, would talk. Your, I think George is uh, interviewing him. Isn't George it? is interviewing. I I interviewed him. George set me up with his. I went to his house and he's got a great view of the Vegas skyline. His house. That's awesome. We just talked in his house. He showed me a bunch of books. Did you? Did well, you sleep um, with Pete Brock? Did you yes, sleep? Did you sleep with? Pete? Oh my God! He was breaking big, news! Yeah, Pete was, Brock into Asian Twinks. <laughs> and uh, now I'm never going to get to interview him. <laughs> Asian Twinkle over Pete Brock. Great. Now I'm not. Now he's going to be mad at me when we go. No, to no, no, no. It's on me. What if he's like, "Hey, I listened to that fucking podcast, you jerk." <laughs> it's not an LS7. It was an LSX. It's on me. I don't write for anybody. Now that so everybody cool. thinks it, we might as well make it happen, right? right. <laughs> I would call you a twin cook. But um, he's great. I also met his wife, and uh, his wife his wife is really sweet. They um, His wife runs the entire Brock Enterprises and everything. So, uh, you know, they still sell parts for... Um, they still sell BRE stuff? They still sell BRE stuff. They will sell, like, you know, original prints and stuff. And, really? Like, model, model do they sell any parts, though? They do sell parts, too, like bodywork, like, you know, front fenders and stuff. For old Datsuns? Oh. He's also got one of the two... No, one of the four original 510s that he entered in Baja in 1969 that's in his shop, unrestored. And <sighs> his wife has a Datsun 510 with a Corvette motor in it. Oh, the, the Baja one seems like the nemesis to Caswell's E30, but like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I asked Brock, and he's like, yeah, I like Caswell. I know, I like, I know what he's doing. So that's awesome. Well, they both got that similar level of like crazy. I just yeah. heard Caswell from here in San Diego. Oh yeah. Oh my God, bro, bro, I'm so excited about this. Seriously, that, that, that fucker's making a tour of Europe right now. That's he's like, no, no, yeah, I don't even know where he is. Um, also, he just that's bought awesome. That, he just bought that Scout, which is a bitching looking Scout. Have you I seen know. that? Blue it is, but it broke on the way after purchase. Which my, really? my dad had a Scout, and I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it caught on fire like on the oh. freeway. Oh, seriously? It, it didn't like burn to the ground, but he wrote it on Facebook as like the conversation between him and the car, it, and it was like, you're on fire. Fire. I was like, what? <laughs> and it was like an oil that had leaked on a side. I think the great thing is is go, guy goes, you're on fire. And Bill goes, how bad? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not going to stop here. I might as well stop at the gas station on fire. See, because I saw a picture of it on a trailer, so I, I thought that, that was it caught br- on fire while it was on the trailer being towed on a No, that was the guy who... also makes sense. That really. was when the guy brought it to sell to him. And then, oh, okay. and then he's driving it to, you know, Mars. Yeah, we'll have to have him on. Right. Yeah, because that's, that's a good story. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. So when... Did your Pete Brock piece already go up? Or? No, no, no. It's going to... Because I'm just, you know, talking to him, and I'm going to talk to him with George when he interviews okay. him. And then when is... Uh, and for those of you that don't know, we're talking about George uh, Moto Man. Good friend um, of ours. Does I mean, a show from the Peterson Museum here he, in Los he's Angeles. He's let me interview a lot of, a lot of great people, like Bob Lutz. And um, Ralph Giles and Derek Jenkins and uh, you know he's got he's got him he's got a uh, Brock coming and he's also got a Hurley Haywood coming soon. Ooh Haywood, and he's got Ian Callum, which is gonna really be that's gonna yeah. be a good one that, too. Yeah, that, Man, that he's lining really up some cool. hell, some serious effing yeah. guests. Heavy hitters. Yeah. That was I mean, an effing because I'm trying to Where's my office? Is in the Peterson. 
Yeah, I know. It's coming soon. The His name is George Nataris, by the way, for people. His name's not George Motoman. I know. No, I know you know, motherfucker. What do you mean? I thought Motoman was like Yugoslavian or something. We come from a long line of Motomans. Now, it's funny that you mention the Daytona because I'm going to Meekum next week nice. in Kissimmee you, Kissimmee you, oh. um, I think that was the one in Scottsdale I was going to ask you no fuck Scottsdale <laughs> I'm uh, All right, talk fuck guy. Scottsdale dirty <laughs> Scots uh, no uh, Kissimmee uh, which is so much better it's a lovely town Kissimmee um, it's uh, no it is Kissimmee uh, but our goal car this year at the auction is a factory 5 type 65 coupe what do you mean your goal car are you gonna uh, the, the, the guy I'm going with our goal car to for him to buy oh Oh, okay. Uh, this is the guy. I've written about it a couple times because I, I go to Meekum usually every year now. Um, and we got we try to get a few cars every year. And right. this year, originally it was going to be a Dino, a 67 Dino. Right. But because we thought if we're going to be able to get one, because the prices on those are, are just Ridiculous. soaring into the stratosphere on Dinos, which is crazy. Um we thought if we were going get, to get one for a good price, it'd be Meekum, not you know Barrett or Gooding or something like that. Right. Um, but they pulled the car, so now it's it's the Factory 5, Type 65. Who's, who's this friend that's buying it? It's my really good friend's father. Okay. Because, you know, you should, you should stop being a pussy and build one. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. That's, that's, they, you know what? I, a lot Oops. of people on the, really the Factory 5 it. forum, what they say, you can find a lot of half-finished Daytona's oh, yeah. on the forum because somebody buys it, it three years later they're like well shit this didn't turn out the way I wanted to or do they sell them on the forums because you know you can bid them on the forum, but this is a completed car. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. This is a this is a car built by a guy. Let's bring a bunch of boxes onto the <laughs> you know what, right? stage. No, this is a, this is a completed this is a completed uh, factory five built by a guy who's renowned at building them. Ah, it's numbers. It's a numbers matching car. Guys. Yes, yeah. Yeah, like I knew a guy that did that years ago. He'd buy the kits, build them, drive them for a few weeks, and then flip them. Yeah, yeah so, his his enjoyment wasn't building them. That right, was, that makes sense. That was he, what he got. This guy up, did uh, upgraded brakes over what the kit recommends and upgraded suspension. So this is a pretty good one that we're looking at. Yeah. There's some unique stuff going off this year at Meekum though. There's a 1983 Lincoln concept car called the Lincoln Quicksilver. I I remember that. That's the one with the rear fender splat, spats and it looks like a future Buick Roadmaster. Is what it looks okay, like. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, That's it has cool. a 2.8 liter V6 Ford engine with a five speed manual designed by Ghia from Turin, yes. Italy. Uh, it, it looks amazing. That's a really cool car. I can't I wait to see this that. thing in person. Uh, it should be really cool. Also, I asked Pete Brock about the Factory Fives because I told him I've always wanted to build one, and he was like, the proportions aren't necessarily all there, but it's, it's a good kit, and I approve. And I was like, there you go. Factory Five approved by Pete. Semi approved by Pete Rock. Semi approved. Well, he's probably under contract with Superformance That's to say. True. I mean, even though Superformance does do amazing work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I got to. I've already spoken about it. But the Factory Five I got to drive this year was so fucking awesome. They're so good, dude. They're so good. He I told me the ERA them. kits are good. That's what the uh, co ride with my my parents is. And I was like, we have an ERA. And he was like, oh, yeah, those are good. And I was like, oh, gee, mister. <laughs> Golly, gosh, shucks, thanks. Thanks. Um, you know, next time, next time one of us is in Boston, we should go to the Factory 5 warehouse. Oh, definitely. In, in Cape Cod. Well, I want to try to drive their, uh, what is it, the 7, 8, what's the new one called? The, the Subaru-based Subaru one? one? Yeah. It's like a 718 oh, or something like yeah, that. Talk to yeah, Bill Caswell cool. before you do that one. Well, Baruth drove one already. Right. Well, talk to Bill Caswell because him and I were looking at the chassis of one because he shares his garage space with the people at uh, Electric V West. Yeah. And they're turning one into electric, and they had a chassis there. Really? And, that um, would be really cool. It's well, interesting. Talk, just talk to Caswell yeah. about what he thinks about it. So. Excellent. I'm going to do that. But yes, next time we're in Mass, we've got to schedule a trip to Factory 5. And 
And speaking, I've thrown your entire schedule off, but no, speaking, well, I'm, my schedule's over, so oh, okay. keep going. Speaking <laughs> of cars going for auction, uh, I saw a BMW 2002 TII go for auction, owned by Bill Cosby. It was Bill Cosby's car. Oh, that's even better. I love those cars, and I love Bill Cosby. And it's great. Zippity bop, zippity boo. Did it have round taillights? Do you Do you know what it went for? No, it's it's up for auction right now. It's on eBay right now, actually. Oh. Um, just type it. You can type I'm in. I'm gonna look uh, it up because I'm curious. BMW 2002 TII. Is it upholstered with Cosby sweaters? Here's the thing, though. It was an originally a yellow gold car, but Bill Cosby painted all of his cars brown. Interesting. So this car is brown. So it's and it got journalist fantastic. cred. Yeah. Um, There's actually two um, famous celebrity-owned BMWs on eBay right now. There's Billy Joel Armstrong. Oh, God. Yeah, the one, yeah, the ruined fucking, one. That, well, yeah, he turned into an automatic because he's a pussy and not punk rock and fuck Green Day. Yeah, pretty much. I don't like Green Day. No, yeah. But, yeah. That I was mean, never that punk one actually, rock to begin with. Yeah, that one actually looks great, too, because it's like that light blue color. It's got the thin bumpers, and I think it's also a round tail light one, and it's got the mini light style wheels. And I think it's also got hella, hella rally lights on the front with the coverings. Are you just eating a tub of cottage cheese? Way to make the show good, Blake. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, so right there's uh, there's six days left on this auction. There's twelve bids. The reserve is not met, and oh, the wheels do look good. And Wait, it's at it fourteen. One? Yeah, it's at fourteen thousand one hundred. That I mean. That seems pretty awesome. The color's excellent. See, here's the thing with 2002s, though. Like, when we weren't, like, buying them up all of a sudden, they just went crazy overnight. Like, you can get a non-TIA 70s one with the big, ugly diving board bumpers for 14 grand, And TIAs are going for 35 40 Remember the one across the street from your house? Yeah. Like that guy bought it for 12 grand, and that's not a TII. Then he had a bunch of, like, pinhole dents all through the right side. Yeah, but that looks pretty clean. Also, this he bought it from nice. Santa Monica, too, so... Oh. You know, cars are expensive in Santa Monica because Santa Monica is expensive. Well, LA. I mean, for LA, for yeah. Cars. So, what's new in your world car wise? Have you done anything with the Miata? Have you bought a bike uh, yet? Miata's, Miata's broken. Nice. Um, I'm getting it fixed. It's what's wrong with it? Um, I, well, I did the OBD. I bought an OBD2 scanner on Amazon for 20 bucks. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to buy one at AutoZone for 160 You can no, just buy one at Amazon. The for basic bucks. scanners are all the same shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a piece of shit, but it works. And it get, I got I got three colds out of it, and apparently Cylinder 4 is misfiring. So it's at TriPoint Engineering right now, and that's interesting because they they were founded in 79 when the RX-7 came out. And they mostly do rotaries, and the guy has been campaigning uh, with Mazdas as factory efforts and as well as just – SCCA for different classes, like touring classes and everything, for like 20 years. So, so he, he knows how to put a rotary car. in your car. No, why would you do that to a car? <laughs> do it. I might. I Don't, should. I've dual, seen that before. I've dual seen rotor. That. Dual rotor. Do it. Less do power, it. less do efficient. It. Do it. Do it. Sounds it's, cool. <laughs> it's, it's great. No, rotors are cool. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's a shop right now. I mean, I drove like an hour to Chatsworth to it, which is, for everyone in L.A., Chatsworth's basically like driving to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so what about... What's new with you? What about, no, what about you on the two-wheel front? Are you bike oh, shopping? Um, I found a Kawasaki W650, 2001. It's, I don't know shit about bikes. It's it's a retro... So here's the thing. It's a, I've wanted one of these bikes for a while, and actually I Googled it, and I found an article I wrote about it. On I know. I saw that. Yeah. But... um. It's um it's basically a retro styled by Kawasaki sold in America for only two years, two thousand and two thousand one. And because in nineteen sixty nine and this is when all the audiences are just going, Okay, I'm bored now. But um nineteen in nineteen sixty nine Kawasaki came out with the W one, which was like their first big bore bike. And it was basically looked like a Bonneville. Because every Japanese or every early Japanese wanted motorcycle to be British. looked like a BSA or a Bonneville right. or something. So Kawasaki came out with the W six fifty in two thousand to harken back to the W one. But everyone's like, oh, it's just a knockoff Bonneville. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, 
Triumph came out with their old school Bonneville around the same time, uh, the carburetor one. Mm-hmm. But the W650 actually looks more like an old Bonneville than a new one because it's got a smaller, it's got a smaller tank and it's just got better proportions and it looks great and it's it's got that that um, bevel chain bevel shaft drive so it's got this weird shaft on one side. Shaft. Shaft. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so hey, nice, nah, nice. Nah. So um, it's cool. I found one on in San Diego for five grand. So really that seems like a lot, no? It's a lot, but it's a rare bike. They didn't okay. build too many. They didn't sell too many in America. You don't see them ever. And um, it's only got 12,000 miles on it, and it's really cool. That's pretty Hold good. Hold on. Wait. You're buying an obscure thing that almost nobody appreciates other than you. That's so unlike you, Blake. <laughs> well, it's either this or a Saab 900. You know what you should do? So. You should take the train down there wearing your leather jacket, your leather gloves, and like a silk scarf and be like, I'm going to buy a bike. <laughs> Can I help you? This is a business class seat. Don't talk to me. Two well, he'll be, of course, just... taking the trip down there with Pete Brock. Yes. <laughs> um, so in my world, the Civic, I tried to start it the other day. I had to call AAA because it was quite dead. Uh, and this is an Optimum battery, so it's a good battery. Yeah, that doesn't – Optimums are deep cycles. That yeah. That takes some skill there, buddy. So the AAA came, and he had one of the, his, his tool was one of those big batteries with the, the, the clips running off that to my battery, so using yes. a battery. One battery wasn't enough. He had to use two batteries in parallel to jump. That's how dead my car was. Jesus. Was yeah. he jumping like, So then like I drove it for truck? 10 minutes, parked it in this guest spot in the back corner of my place, then tried to come out and drive it the next day. It was dead again. So I said, ah, fuck it. That's sitting for a bit. That's a, that's a ground, and the battery's got to be fine, right? Uh, no, the battery's alternator? just very, very, very dead. It could be the alternator, though, too. But You're the battery sure. itself is just... You're gonna have to like, drive that for a couple hours. Ah, uh, so yeah. No, I know. I gotta drive it to San Diego to drive Blake to buy his bike, and then back. There you go. Then that's we can a, race. We can do a podcast. I'll on turn the way my there. nitrous on. We can do a podcast on the way there. We won't hear anything. It'll just be us screaming. Welcome to the whatever podcast. VTech. Um, <laughs> on the wagon front, um, we're still searching for steering solution, which is slow going because eh, that's not important. What's well, on the steering? Uh, the the original steering box doesn't fit with the Hemi in the car. So we have to do a custom solution. And the two companies I've reached out to um, who do that don't like to get back to me. Unisteer and then the other one was uh, Borgson, I think it's called. Um, Neither one... Unisteer is is the the one, but they're just not... Are you doing like a custom opinion setup? It's going to... Yeah. What what was it to begin with? A recirculating ball or something? It was a steering box. Oh, okay. I can just get an electric power steering setup from Porsche. Why don't you talk sure. to Why don't you talk to Infinity and get that weird steering column? Less, yeah, go well, by wire. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, okay. Steer by wire. Um, that wire will cost more than the wagon. That single um, wire. It's just one wire. <laughs> just, no. So that's our big holdup right now is finding. Um, How's the engine then? It's it's sitting in the bay. I mean, it's not mounted in, but it's oh, okay. just sitting in there. Okay. Oil pans in. Uh, they're going to first mount it on sliders so they can move it back and forth to get it where they need it and then lock it down. Um, and then uh, we'll go from there. Um, somebody just followed me on Facebook who owns a custom radiator shop. So I'm going to be reaching out to them very soon because we're going to need a custom radiator as well. I mean, custom radiators, I mean, it sounds bad, but they're usually not horribly expensive. No, I'm not. I'm worried about the steering, though. Yeah, that yeah, could be kind of expensive. What about, is, what about the uh, drive shaft and the rear end? Well, we're just going to wing it rear end. on that. Well, we're going to use stock rear end to start. Um, okay. We're going to cut down a drive shaft, <laughs> see what Boom. happens. Well, see, that's the thing. Half the half the people I talk to are going like, oh, that's going to be funny when it blows up. And if it does, it does. And so, you know, <laughs> shit, that's life. We'll figure it out. But, if it, but other people are like, it's Mercedes. It's overbuilt. It, you know, it's built to handle tons of torque. Is and, it overbuilt to handle a Hemi? <laughs> what, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it was overbuilt for... What year was the car produced? Right, but they also built 
put they also put you know 6.9 liter motors in there that did decent torque for the day. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. I know. They'll just come either way, drive, either way, shaft, either you know? way. The first time we go to move it, the, the cameras will be rolling. So yeah. if it pops, it'll be hilarious, and if it doesn't, it'll be awesome. You make need sure, to mount yeah. a mount a GoPro under the body, pointed yeah. right at the diff. Yeah. Just make sure you do a burnout because then there will be less less. Make uh, sure no one stands it. behind the car because they're losing <laughs> no, a shit. If it hooks up, then it's like it takes all the stress. But if you yeah. just spin it, then it's easy. When you dead hook, that's when you break parts. So these are going to be brand new mm-hmm. Michelins. So we'll see. All right, never mind. Yeah. It's going to shatter. It's probably going to shatter. It's going to explode. I know. I should use the old tires yeah. to start. Make sure no one stands back there. That's a safety hazard. Except a GoPro. And I hope a GoPro dies because I fucking hate GoPros. <laughs> In all seriousness, make sure you put a drive shaft loop on that before you go and run that thing. Don't, because that could end up very do. bad. No, yeah. it could. Um, Jeff's not going rage against the machine. Fuck you. We'll, we'll just, we'll just have a custom fiber drive shaft built, and uh, we'll do a Ford 9-inch rear end. And uh, There you go. Or, I don't know. Maybe we can get the rear end out of a uh, Dodge Magnum or something. Let's just throw tons of money. I bet you money. could find that. The uh, the usual swap for an IRS is like the uh, the Ford independent rear suspension out of the uh, Thunderbirds. Um, I hear that a lot, actually. Those are they're they're stout. They're the other thing that for factory five builds too. The other thing we can do uh, for the front brakes is use W one twenty six, which is the same generation S class. Oh, they're because right, right. they're slotted rotors and they bolt on, and it's supposed to be a huge upgrade over the stock brakes. Well, so that and your car is going to be several hundred pounds lighter too. It is going to be a lot lighter, so it's going to look like a gasser at first until I cut well, the front springs. You don't just, but you don't just need a good upgrade over the, <clears throat> the old bad stop brakes. I mean, you have a lot more power, a lot more speed. Yeah, but like, no one, brakes. no one makes. That's the thing for for these cars. No one makes parts. No one does performance parts for these cars. No, All you no, do I'm is not turn surprised. them into diesel or into veggie <laughs> bio, cars. Bio. That's yeah. it. So the only aftermarket option is like H and R Springs. That's it. That's the only fucking. No. Thing well, you might be able to like, and I'm speaking completely off my ass, but you might be able to just like you know measure your spindle and your stuff, and then send that to a brake company. Like, do you make anything that fits these measurements? Sure. It won't be. It won't, they won't have a drop down menu that's like search that car. Right. But they might have something that's like, oh, that many millimeters. Yes. Yeah. Usually when you go to do a custom brakes, it's. It's not. It's not that bad to get the calipers and everything on there. What they what you do is you get a custom bracket made that adapts it right. to the original the original spindle. Possibly spacers for your wheels too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. yeah, maybe we're. I mean, I know we're good fitment wise on the wheels as it is now. But yeah, if we go with bigger brakes, you can. Yeah, on in all honesty, you can probably get brake ba- brackets made at a machine shop for a few hundred bucks if you needed to. And you could also do a custom suspension, right? I mean, there's a. The company, you know, I've got Fat, Fat Cat suspension for my Miata, and that company has done custom suspensions for Teslas, Model S's. Yeah, yeah but those people one, can afford custom and suspensions. And they did one, they did a custom suspension for a Model A Ford. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So but again, you that person can afford that custom have, suspension. Do you have any, do you have any friends over at Eibach or anything? Nope. Or Hotchkiss? Uh, well, Hotchkiss? Hotchkiss, but they're, they're, I've asked... They're way too busy with their new East Coast facility. Well, what I'm getting to is that you may not be able to find something that was specifically made for that car, but I've had good luck building things in the past, getting parts that were built for other cars, and they actually will fit well enough. If I just look at the measurements? Yeah. Man, i got to do math and shit. Uh, That's how I ended up with Mitsubishi parts on my fucking GTO at one point. Interesting. Well, I mean, if it works, it works. That would be very nice. you got to find a guy with a CAD program. Get, get that science going. Yeah, so. uh, I don't know. Either way, I just want to get this thing moving. I am dying to get this car on the road, um, just because it'll be it'll just be so much fun. Even just to cruise around in, it'll be the ultimate auto journalist car. I want to take it to shows. I want to you know yeah. do a bunch of weird shit with guys. It. He wants the lifestyle. I want. Well, I want to take it to. I want to take it to night. Bonneville. I want to t- learn how to drift in it. I want to run it down the drag strip. Uh, I want to take it to maybe um, Pebble Beach just to fuck with people. Um, he loves the nightlife. 
I love he to loves boogie. the boogie. Twenty four hour party people. Well, you know, I Blake, I'm He's glad I'm Hogan. glad you're back. Um, I'm glad you're back too, Chuck. The, te- the team's back together. Um, you guys are getting the band back together. I think uh, I think that's going to be it for episode 43, though. Uh, right. We will uh, see you all next week uh, after we've had more time to digest all the news out of Detroit, and hopefully we'll have updates on Blake's amazing CT200H experience. Ladies. Uh, you know, I'm, get- I'm lined ladies. up some very, very amazing, incredible cars this month. Yeah? Like what? Uh, Kia Forte, and a Toyota <laughs> Corolla, and a Toyota Yaris. Wow. Ladies, ladies. You are no longer a famous auto journalist. No, you have been demoted. Oh. The Lexus you have right now would probably have the most success with women in this town if you go to like the right yoga class. Yeah. yeah. Hybrid Which Lexus. Depressing. Also, yeah, especially on the west side. I saw seven today. You yep. should have borrowed my mm-hmm. Vanquish for a day. Yeah. doesn't matter where you go. They all like that car. I bet. And Actually. See, even uh, until they see who is inside it. Yeah. People that <laughs> don't know like this one's like your wallet. Yeah, at least you have hair. <laughs> That's a good yeah. start. You have hair. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 43. We will see you next week. Adios.